Hey girl, how you doing today? That oof, oof. I'm emotionally and physically <laughs> drained, <laughs> but I'm present. I'm unwell. I'm mentally and physically unwell, but I, I'm here, <laughs> still kicking, still somehow alive after all these years. You know what it is for me this week is pottery, because that just keeps me keeps me real zen, especially this week in pottery. Oh my God, one of the um, instructors happens to be an up-and-coming musician. Yeah, this was something. 20-year-old. Love him. He decided to pull out his acoustic guitar and serenaded the class. It was very, like, at first I was like, oh boy, here we go. But it was, like, very relaxing. Yeah, it was great. sang his original songs. Yeah, and they were great. They were really good, and I told him. So that was enjoyable. (laughs) (laughs) And what did you make? Oh, my goodness. So... (laughs) you know i've said this i'm not good at art or crafts it's not about being good though yeah but my first little creation was this like dented little push pot um that looks kind of like a flower it's a stout little thing i like stout shapes um and fi- finally finished it. it came out of the kiln it was glazed it has some cool speckles and I actually put it in my office today with some fake plant in it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so it's in re- it's in the real world now. Oh, my God. She's a potter. <laughs> Pottery in the wild. So Not even uh, the, are we technically like ceramicists? Like, what are they even oh, called? Oh, yeah. I'm a ceramicist. So. Guys, I'm a ceramicist. Listen. <laughs> well, I haven't made a single thing I've liked in that class, but I'm sticking with it. I keep trying and, you know, maybe some... One day I'll find something I make not totally fugly. <laughs> that we did a coil session yesterday <laughs> and Jess did really well with that and made a little snake thing. So I'm excited for that one. Yeah, I also made uh, spaghetti and meatballs. So oh, I, yeah. I don't know <laughs> what I was on yesterday. <laughs> but it was really enjoyable watching you try to coil and lose uh, your mind. And every other I, minute being like, shit, what the fuck? What shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one of the guys was laughing at me. I was like not feeling that. But your spaghetti and meatballs was yeah, that's the best thing you've made so far. <laughs> it's really getting weird with it. We'll see how they turn out. Yep. Can't wait. Um, yeah. So what else What else did you do this week? What do you have to do? Well, I don't know. I mean, you were really passionate that today is Ash Wednesday and that it's Lent. <laughs> it's our Ash Wednesday episode, you guys. <laughs> Welcome. This deeply religious themed podcast. We are podcast. Rep- repenting. <laughs> no, see, my whole thing with Catholicism is sin, baby, sin. Don't let Jesus's death go for nothing. Yeah, my whole thing with Catholicism is just, you know, sin away. And then when you're about to kick it, just, you know, confess all your sins and you're good. You still get to go to heaven. Whatever. So live your whole life sinful. Then at the end, just, yeah, you know, fess up. Flag down a priest, fess up. You're good. You're golden. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, that makes sense to me. I, yeah, so I've talked about how I'm the good Catholic schoolgirl gone Allegedly. <laughs> on this podcast. Um, that's my alter ego. Oh, I just said eco because there's a chocolate that I like. Yeah, I've had that eco. chocolate. Yep. It's really good, by the way. Sponsored by Alter Eco. Um, yeah, so it is Ash Wednesday. It's Lent. And uh, yesterday was Fat Tuesday. I know, and I'm real jealous. Like, I had to go to Mardi Gras at one point in my life. All the parades looked so good. There's a parade. I think they're from, like, California, and it's just, like, I don't want to, they're just like dad, dads with dad bods and their (laughs) uniform they wear is like a trucker hat and they wear like orange green, like grass stained Uh. new balances, like the grass mowing shoes that a dad would wear. And like, that's their costume while they perform in the Mardi Gras parade. That's an aesthetic right there that I'm into. Yeah. There was another parade group that was all just dressed up as jennifer coolidge from white lotus like the peppa pig (laughs) suit that's good yeah i gotta go i would love to i've been following um carnival which that's my dream like (laughs) i think the sexiest women and the hottest outfits are at carnival have you seen like giselle yes yeah yeah, like she, living her life. She is thriving right yeah, now. Yeah, screw Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. He made the mistake of his life. He could have retired mm-hmm. with his gorgeous wife and his nice family, and they're both rich, yep. and he had to blow it all up and ruin it. Yeah, she was having the time of her life at Carnival and looking great. And 
I actually, I usually do a workout with a personal trainer like throughout the week. <laughs> I know it's bougie, but she couldn't make it. She was sick. So um, I was like, okay, let's actually, I've been feeling like dancing lately and take a, da- a dance class. Let's check out the like Apple fitness classes. And there was one carnival like Zumba kind of class. I had the time of my life. <laughs> How long was the workout? It's like 20 minutes. It was 20 minutes. I actually did two different ones. I did that one and just like a normal pop dance one. So oh, like two pop for a second. I thought you meant like popping. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we did some popping in that one, but yeah, mostly just pop music. <laughs> yeah. That sounds fun. It was fun. So I'm like trying to get, so speaking of Lent, um, the things that I'm doing, because you don't just have to give up something. You can do more. <laughs> Are you rebranding? Did the church hire you? <laughs> <laughs> I represent the church. My cousin did work for the Catholic Archdiocese. <laughs> really? And my sources say she hated it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yikes. I wonder what was behind closed doors there. I mean, it's better if you don't dig behind closed doors when it comes to the church. Yeah. But... Better not to see that. I was an altar server, so... Luckily, nothing weird happened in my time, but (laughs) God bless all those out there that went through some weird shit. Um, (laughs) But yeah, so this Lent, I definitely want to dance more and actually practice things I like. Like I, I say that I like to dance. I say I like music and writing and like I write for work and stuff, but I want to actually practice it and be like, I'm enjoying playing the piano and making up a song. I'm enjoying writing like a random story that I'm making up. So I'm doing that. Hopefully I'll stick to that. And then what I'm giving up is complaining. No, see, I think complaining is an art form and it's good for people (laughs) and people should complain and vent how they want to. You know, (laughs) but I support you on your journey. I get that. I just, (laughs) I sometimes like wake up and I'm, what Gabe, my husband calls cranky doodle, <laughs> cranky as hell for no reason. And like my life is good. So trying to not get in that mindset, but I do still think venting is always a good thing, especially on this podcast. Yeah, no, I'm all for a positive mindset, but I feel like, you know, sometimes you got to complain so you don't actually murder someone <laughs> and it's saving, yeah. a, it's actually saving a life to complain in some scenarios. It makes the world a safer place. <laughs> yeah. Keeps me out of jail. So sometimes I have to complain. That's a good point. Um, do you have any Lenten sacrifices? Um, no, I have zero Zenten, Zenten, <laughs> Lenten sacrifices. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm just going to, you know, keep sinning, sin to win. Okay. And then maybe I'll have like, you know, a religious reawakening near the end. You know, no one's perfect. So just embrace embrace the sin right now yeah i feel like that's what jesus was all about and that's what he died for so i don't want him to die in vain god bless (laughs) job bless um another thing that signifies this special season is shamrock shake season at mcdonald's so (laughs) this is actually like a high holiday to you yeah i Mm. I mean i've celebrated this for what a decade at least yeah i don't even know probably i don't know how long they've been doing that's like a very safe guess a decade (laughs) yeah but the minty goodness i mean you're not a milkshake fan though true i'm not a huge milkshake person i feel like if i'm gonna have that much ice cream i like just want ice cream i don't want it blended up but that's just my personal opinion i can still Mm -hmm. get down on a shamrock shake do i find myself lusting after one not always but (laughs) i can indulge I like mint flavor. Like I always liked mint chocolate chip mm-hmm. growing up. Which very controversial. A lot of mint chocolate haters out there. And I like mint yeah. and chocolate together too. I love mint and chocolate. I even more love peanut butter and chocolate. Well, yeah. There's a lot of haters for that That's too. That's everything to me. I'm sorry for anyone who has a nut allergy. That's tough. You're very American girl. Very <laughs> <laughs> American girl. So yeah. Uh, and Jess sent me, of course, she knows how much I love shamrock shakes and there, someone on TikTok put, or she did like a Oreo McFlurry version of the yeah, shamrock. Yeah, I've seen that. Well, people just get like Oreos put in it. Uh, mm-hmm. Now that's something. Innovative. Maybe that's what you have to try this shamrock shake season is the Oreos. I, I Like, yes, that's a fat fat ass thing to do but like i no. will be doing it no shame here and it's it's seasonal you got to take advantage it's seasonal i might as well just 
you know, strike while the iron's hot and make it great. Yeah. Why would you forego? There's really no reason. Go for it. <laughs> Thank you. It's not one of your Lenten sacrifices, so go to town. Okay. Um, and so we all know you're super Irish. So are you excited for <laughs> St. Patty's Day? Well, <laughs> I know your family celebrates it. What? <laughs> yeah. Aren't you Irish? Well, I'm also Irish, but you're real Irish. What does that even mean, though? What do you mean by that? what's your percentage it's high but i feel like you're (laughs) saying that for a particular reason could it be my appearance (laughs) well yes you are (laughs) redheaded are you profiling me in this exact (laughs) moment because i have red hair and freckles that maybe i'm irish well you're a hot ginge but (laughs) i mean the spin the spin Yeah, I mean, I celebrate. But I have seen you house some corned beef. Well, if there's one thing I do love on this planet, it's corned beef. You really enjoy corned beef? Yeah, I'm like the patron saint of corned beef <laughs> around these high holidays. I spread the gospel. <laughs> I have friends who bring me multiple corned beefs. We used to have like the wildest St. Patty's Day just because we ate so much. Like that was everything we did. It yeah. court it like every event or thing we would celebrate would first kick off with the seven course meal <laughs> and then copious amounts of drinking. So like you're just drunker and eating more until you're literally incapacitated and like cannot move. Yeah. We used to have like several different types of fried apps, like yeah. fried pickles, onion rings onion rings and they were guinness battered (laughs) i remember this so good and then how many corned beefs did we have that year three or four uh i think it was at least three yeah and then our friend brought cupcakes too on top of the multiple beefs she prepared bailey's cream cupcakes yeah with the controversial name that we shouldn't which people shouldn't say anymore but they were irish car bomb cupcakes oh (laughs) sorry yep (laughs) to my ira brother and sister not really (laughs) Um, so those were times that we had and enjoyed them. I probably will not be going to the St. Patty's Day Parade ever, but you know. I mean, it's coming up. It's March 19th. I don't need to go there. No, that's okay. I'm over it. Yeah. Like um, I've, I've been to the New York one a bunch. I'm, I'm tapped out. Yeah. The infamous one where I'm a baby and there's a photo of me and I have huge baby diaper camel toe. <laughs> On the side of St. Patrick's Day, like the parade. It's that should be the thumbnail of this episode. (laughs) Rough. (laughs) It's a rough pick that I shouldn't should not associate myself with. And just one thing to add that Jess was a child model, a baby model. Yeah. She has headshots. And it was clearly extremely lucrative and I'm so well off now. (laughs) I'm just like living off of my modeling money. You're a Nepo baby. Clearly. (laughs) Um, Okay, so. That's that's a good catch up on the season, but like, let's be real. What's our big news for what? Well, something's up <laughs> about the friggin' miracle that happened Friday night. I know I just went on a rant about how I'm not really religious, but like, Woo! maybe it's working because God was on my side Friday night. So Friday, I get the email <laughs> and I open. Well, first of all, it started with a text message. So Friday, I got this text message and honestly, it looked fake. It didn't look real. Like there were typos in it. So I'm like, oh, this is BS. Like someone got my name. This isn't real. And then I'm like, let me double check my email. Let me see if this is real. And sure enough, I open my email. All the stars have aligned. God is on my side. I got selected for the Beyonce verified fan sale. Uh, So like, were you skeptical when you saw the email? Were you like, is this legit? No, the email I knew that was legit because it was like from Ticketmaster and it looked real. But like the text message they send you, it's like really vague. And you can tell someone like quickly wrote it because like a bunch of the words were connected. So it looked like typos. It looked like a scam text to me, even though it had a code in there and everything. So I was like, all right, let me like verify that this is real before I spread the news that I finally got selected for a presale. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. And then, so this presale was on Saturday and I (laughs) I warned everyone. We like agreed on our budgets and then I snagged four tickets through like the grace of God that weren't $3,000 each and were not in the nosebleed seats. Uh, So Jess was obviously updating me via text and our friend that is interested in, we were in the loop. So when, right when I heard that she was selected, I was like, 
okay, like what time is the sale? Do you want me to go over to your house? It's and sit so by the funny computer? that you ask me these questions too, because never once in our entire friendship have you been the ticket purchaser. <laughs> I have always been the ticket purchaser. And yeah. you're like, when can you get in the waiting room? Be in the lobby by 1.30. And I was like, it doesn't even work like that. Like they don't let you in that room that early, but sure, I'm there. I'm trying. <laughs> I was like, okay. So, and she was like, no, please, you'll stress me out. And I was you like, would. that's probably really yeah. true. So I'll let you do your thing. Because <laughs> it was extremely stressful. Like there, I first got into the waiting room and really like you're not, sp- you can't get into the waiting room until like 10 minutes before they got go on sale. But I kept refreshing and it let me in at the 15 minute mark. Okay. And people who are the tickets ticket purchaser for their friend group like know how stressful this is how stressful of a burden <laughs> it's all riding on you of this crossed bear of being the ticket person and then I finally got into the queue and there were 2,000 people ahead of me Jeez. and I'm like oh fuck like oh no oh no here it goes uh. like it's all crumbling apart and then I tried to like talk myself down I'm like Gillette holds a lot of people like 2,000 people's nothing yeah, like huge. we got this but then again this was like the last pre-sale so I'm like all right we're this is it like this is our moment uh. and then I finally get in and like people have been saying, it's chaos. You click on two tickets and if you don't immediately go to checkout, they're like, someone already bought those. So you have to keep trying again and trying again. And then through some miracle, I found four tickets and just got them. So how did you find the section and the price, like within our price range and like we're able to get those right away? <laughs> well, I mean, I set the filter. I set the filter to like the max we would accept. And then I just like went from there trying to find the best seats within that price range that people didn't like purchase the second I clicked on it. So when you actually got the message that it was like success, you order confirmed, like what was your reaction? I was just like, I took a deep breath. I was like, (gasps) I like, I don't need to go into cardiac arrest anymore. Like I have the tickets, they're secured. And that's when I texted everyone. I was like, guys, I did it. Like, it's okay. (laughs) I was like, wait what the fuck I'm in shock like I might cry right now and then my other friend was like praise Biggie and she said his real full name because he's treated her yeah he's treated her well throughout life that's her belief and I think it's true because here we are um yeah all my doubters out there to be fair like I was my number one doubter just because so many people have been talking about how chaotic it is to get tickets and Ticketmaster has been on another one lately and they're also my number one enemy in life. I've been secretly praying for their downfall. So hopefully that'll happen. Well, I'm glad this was actually doable because after the issue with the Taylor Swift tickets. That well, you're not a Taylor fan, so well, that no, wouldn't bother that you. That didn't bother me, but I <laughs> heard that it was really tough. Like my niece was really sad. So like that, you know, feel I feel for her. But um, like I was like, OK, I hope they figure out for Beyonce. And they did because it was possible. Don't for give us. them any credit. This is <laughs> I will give zero credit to them. They're still demons and they were still there. They own like most of the resellers. So and they don't police the pricing that people can resell them at. So they're the problem. And then they continue to contribute to the problem. So we're just lucky then because it worked out and we are fully prepared. We have, okay, we're not in the nosebleeds. We will be able to hopefully hear her sing, <laughs> view the stage. I know. And be dancing our hardest, crying throughout the show, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, with with uh, disco cowboy hats on. Well, I don't, maybe. I mean. Potentially. The, the thing is, you know, I want to come correct and it might be everyone and their mothers wearing the disco hats. I was thinking that. Which I appreciate, but it's just because Beyonce hasn't released that many visuals yet. Like, that's all we got. I think we should just be unique and just look fly. I think we can go like Glam Studio 54 because that's (gasps) kind of the vibe. I just got chills, And I feel like so far with her visuals, that is kind of what she's going for. Like, it does remind me of Bianca Jagger, like (gasps) riding the horse in Studio 54. Like, it's kind of reminds me of that. Kind of like... Donna Summer mixed with like like disco and house yeah (laughs) oh my god yep so I'm very excited for that um thank god when Jess actually told me I was out take it was like a weekend and I was walking on the beach having like a nice little sunny day of course you were on your daily constitutional (laughs) having a time and I was like soaking in that moment just smiling like a damn fool like I'm seeing Beyonce the world is working out (laughs) 
God. <laughs> she she was like, all it's right, it's all chill. happening. Oh my god. <laughs> it was like I felt like a theme song was playing in my life. Oh my god. How come I didn't get a dramatic video of you like dancing on the beach? Like <laughs> la, la, la. I'm surprised I didn't film one. I'm shocked. And you were talking, I don't know, you, weren't you like, I'm feeling so inspired? And I was like, I smell a poem coming. Like I just feel it. You're gonna <laughs> knock out some poem right now. Yeah, it'll be coming. Don't you worry. Um, so that's a great update on our end. Cannot wait till August. Yeah, I'm still in disbelief. And now we just have to wait until August 1st, which like Beyonce, I Tuesday. get it. Yeah, I was going to say, love that like you're playing. I mean, she only plays stadiums now, but like a Tuesday, you had to do me on a Tuesday. Like, <laughs> well, of course I'll do it. But like, all right, time to take off work. I apparently got to go to friggin Foxborough on a Tuesday. <laughs> Yippee. <laughs> but yeah, so that's, that's exciting. Um, so as we love to do, it's our Bravo segment time because there are actually a lot of fun updates with, with our beloved Bravo right now. Yeah, there's a lot of weird news. I mean, we can start with like, I feel like the most recent thing that happened, which was um, Luann getting puked on at her cabaret show and then <laughs> and then people saying Dorinda got escorted out. But Dorinda... Wait, <laughs> so to be honest, I had not heard about this until Are we today. surprised you haven't heard about this? No, we are not. Tell me everything you know. Well, it's just, you know, I'm upset, first of all, that we haven't seen Luann's cabaret show. Yeah. Because it just sounds like a hot mess and it seems fun. We have to. Um, not that I'm like, should I support Luann? Eh, whatever. Um, but yeah, so she was performing her cabaret show and there's a video of this, like she's like lounging on the piano. And for some reason, the way the seating is set up at the cabaret show, I guess there were seats behind the piano where you could sit. So she's on one side of the piano and then on the other side of the piano is this woman who was part of a bachelorette party. And you can just (laughs) see, she starts like doing the, like the big mouth and you're like, oh no, oh no. And she like projectile vomits a little <gasps> and like Luann doesn't realize right away and then some guy's like um yeah behind you watch out watch out and she's like oh oh no she's like it happens to all of us like she just blew it off and was it on around. her I don't even know if it really hit her like she was fine oh my god yeah that'll happen at a bachelorette party well yeah I mean that's the environment <laughs> and Luann's then show especially like <laughs> you're you know raging at that point well yeah and at that point, I, like, I don't know when her show starts, but people were drinking beforehand. You're pre-gaming Luann's <laughs> cabaret. Come yeah. on, let's be real. And uh-huh. then you're ordering doubles when you get there. Like, this is just a total side note. But besides wanting to go to that show, we have to go to Maury at some point. Maury! <laughs> all my friends already did that. And like, I, uh, well, a lot of my New Jersey friends, they all went to go see Maury in like his heyday and Jerry Springer. And like, <laughs> I just wasn't around and missed it. And uh, it's one of the things I'm most upset about. Yeah. Because, of course, like our friend Katie, like no matter what taping she goes to, the inauguration, Maury, <laughs> like any sort of television event, the cameraman can always sense her oh, and yeah. they always zoom in on her at some point <laughs> for well, like the reaction shot. You and your other friend, Paulina, were in a shot on a comedy show that you went to, right? Oh, my God. That, yeah, for the Lucas Brothers comedy special in Netflix. At one point, they tell, like, a kind of off-collar joke and then they cut to me and Paulina for the reaction and we're both like, eh. Like, <laughs> we shouldn't laugh at this. Oh, no. <laughs> and I've never looked worse. We went to that taping uh. after work. I have full glue stick head. Uh. I have a colonial low ponytail. Like, Stop. never looked worse than when they've cut to me in that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like a glue stick head colonial ponytail. Yeah, I look like a fucking founding father. <laughs> like, it's not good. It's not a good look. This leads me to another tangent of when we tried to have a business based on the founding fathers, like a perverted business about all the founding fathers on T-shirts. I like how you say we had a business and it was me saying things and the new Kater were like, we're going to make that into T-shirts. And I was like, OK, so I'm not involved in the business. Great. Thanks. You guys are just stealing things that I say and trying to put them on T-shirts. Classic. Just another day. Just another day of me being borderline blackout drunk at the Boston Marathon and saying inappropriate things about the president. Touch me inappropriately. (laughs) Just slandering presidents of yesteryear. Yeah, that's pretty much what when something's up. Um, 
so bravo back to that well yeah so yeah there was the luinda 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 <laughs> there was the luann puke thing but apparently at the same show people were saying that dorinda of course was drunk slorinda oh. and got escorted out so the next day dorinda goes live and this video is so funny to me because she's like let me get my glasses what are my comments saying and she's trying to read the comments and they're like were you escorted out? And she's like, escorted out. I left. And I'm like, okay, what's <laughs> I left. The truth? Oh my God, Dorinda. Um, this is not, you know, a direct train of thought, but I was <laughs> go with it. See where it goes. Well, Jersey, I was catching up. And, um, when Teresa sent out her wedding invitations, I found it so funny that Ramona, blue yeah. did you not know this before you watched the episode i think i saw that on social but i totally forgot yeah she freaking blew it this is classic ramona <laughs> too though like oh let me make an instagram story this is the most beautiful invitation i've ever received it says all the details yeah, zooming in on the details of the date the location like yeah. where she needs to arrive oh my god so good but jersey like i know you have strong feelings about the drama right now well yeah because this one hits closest to home yeah <laughs> like i've met these psychopaths like they're doppelgangers in new jersey yes, like you know i know these types like i know these people <laughs> oh my god so the gorgas i just they're it's sad like i think it's unnecessary that um joe and Teresa are completely you know not getting along whatsoever and their parents are crying over the, they're crying up in heaven right now woof <laughs> you, you, oh per usual i can always count on you to take it to the darkest place possible thank you <laughs> womp womp yeah and then say it with a smile and look at me like okay I'm staring her in the eyes the angels of their parents all right cool no uh, joe sorry i mean this is my has express what i'm feeling passionate about this week hong kong is that Gorga's gotta go. Gorga's get him off the show. They're always, in my opinion, lying. Uh And like, there's a lot of rumors going around that Frank Catania and Joe kind of like weaseled Nono out of his house. What? And I'm inclined to believe it. Not Nono. Yeah, I've brought this up before. I think some, I think, you know, the lawyers might be coming for Joe Gorga soon. I think he's doing shady behavior. I would not be surprised if he's doing like a sketchy, like, contracting situation yeah, i wouldn't be surprised at all if like him and melissa end up in jail similar to the way joe uh, and tree got and they, they clearly and like Teresa has kind of said this but like it seems like they just show up for the show yeah they do and like they touched did you watch the episode this week i think so. i think i watched two was yeah i think there's only two okay. and like and this week there was also other news because of course Joe posted a picture hanging out with Joe Judice like in <laughs> oh, yeah. the Bahamas and they were like, oh, my best friend Joe. So Gia commented and she was like, Joe Gorga, you're an opportunist. You yeah. never hang out with my dad unless there's a camera there. Like we all see it. It's real transparent. I'm glad she said that. She's I think she's smart. She's she is. Yeah, she speaks her mind well. But I just think like, yeah, the Gorgas seem like they're trying to be social climbers. Their new house is like a house of horrors. Like, why is everything so uneven and weird? Like oh. something shady about them. And they just got to go. <laughs> got to even out your house and hit the road. And I agree with Teresa's quote. I gave birth on the show. I got d- divorced <laughs> on the show. I went to jail on the show. Like she's done everything on the show. And what has Melissa done except fake that she has a sister through some psychic yeah gotten another <laughs> nose job she had like her failed pop star career like yeah. she's gone through every beaten to death housewife fake storyline uh and didn't Teresa recently meet up with Jacqueline or something yeah so like <laughs> that was causing problems too because yeah. Jacqueline was of course dragging Melissa but it's like whatever Melissa you're bringing nothing to the table like I can't even root for you because you bring nothing to the table why do all the other ladies love her so much then I don't think they do Oh, they don't Margaret seems like she does Mm, I don't know Mm. Margaret's kind of weird too though I have real weird feelings about Margaret like I want to like her and sometimes I think she's funny but then I'm like you're actually a beast and you're full of shit. She's a shit stirrer too. Like yeah. she's a low key shit stirrer. Mm-hmm. Cause she'll act really nice. Like if she's hanging out with someone one-on-one and then you see like, Oh, she's telling other people and like getting involved in business. That isn't her problem. Like if I was on that show, I would in no way get in between Teresa and Joe. I'd be like, no. that's your shit. I'm not yeah. dealing with that. She's bold for mm. sure. 
and Jennifer and Dolores. That's fiery. I I mean, I know. I it was shady what Dolores did. Cause she wrote, I love Dolores. I know. I love Dolores too. I love Dolores on the show. I don't love that she wrote a letter like supporting Dina's ex-husband who tried to beat her up. <laughs> she wrote a letter? Yeah, her and Caroline Manzo wrote a letter <laughs> defending like Dina's ex-husband who tried to beat her up or did beat her up and her new husband up. <laughs> huh. Okay. I'm just saying there's a lot of weird history there, but other than that, I love Dolores. <laughs> yeah, other than that, she's great. I saw the preview of Frank like kind of starting to cry, talking to her about like, what's the four of us, our family? That's Frank's got to let that go, though. That ship I know, sailed. I he know. had years to fix that, and like he never did. Like, love you, Frank Catania, but like you got to let her go. Sorry. Yeah, and now she's happy with her Irish boy that she loves. <laughs> that guy's eyes are crazy. Like, I can't <laughs> even look directly at that man. <laughs> yeah, he's that's like the type of person I've seen in my life is someone that looks like that. That's a familiar type of person to me. <laughs> that's also like a Jersey type I have witnessed, a Jersey prototype. I feel like that's a Boston type, too. <laughs> it must be East Coast. That's an East Coast thing that they're moving around all these states. Yeah. I also loved this last episode. This is just so stupid that it's like guys night and they went to the bar yeah. and Frank Catania goes up to the bar and orders a green apple teeny. <laughs> I missed that. Oh my God. And then he started crying about his ex-wife. I was like, Frank, uh, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. going through something, man. I don't know what's going on. I hope he's well. I like him. But when Joe Gorga and Louie were fighting, I was like, Joe, you look like a clown. You're losing this one. <laughs> You're losing it, bro. So the New Jersey is the season that or the, the crew that Gabe cannot really he, like he'll watch all the others, pretty much all the others with me. But he like can't stand these people. He's like, they look so bad and they look so See, wild. That's rude because that's <laughs> New Jersey culture. That's tri-state culture. I love it. And the one girl, well, Danielle's from Staten Island. I can't really condone her behavior, but Danielle. <laughs> oh God, she um, was on True Life too. I don't know if you remember her. She was on what? like True Life. I'm a Staten Island girl. The new girl, Danielle. Really, the blonde girl. Yeah, True Life. One of my favorite shows. I was gonna say, and I know you have them all memorized, so I feel like we've definitely watched Wait, this episode. I've seen that one. Yeah, True Life. I'm a Staten Island girl. That was her. I'm gonna rewatch. Yep. Hot damn. So Jersey, um, there's so many other shows that I've been watching personally. Um, new Vanderpump. Did, are, did you watch New Vanderpump? Avi. Hate Raquel. Think she should have left oh, seasons ago. I feel so bad. Like it's like quite Don't, a ding. Yeah, it is quite a ding. Not bad. Like it's rough. Like, yeah. She, what, dating Peter. Well, the whole thing is like Peter has slept with everyone at Sir. <laughs> like give it a rest. Like, and she knew that. Yeah. She knew that. I have no idea why she actually went on dates with Peter. I feel like they just needed to throw Peter a storyline. So yeah. like you can take Raquel out. Like she cried on all their dates. And she cried. And where did they both think it was going anywhere? It's like she cried out of half of the dates you guys have been on. Like, what were you thinking? Uh, and then obviously the divorce. Um, <laughs> the divorce. Yep. The Bubba divorce. Yeah. And you the know bar. What? It had to happen. The divorce. Tom. He treats Katie like shit. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad she did that. It's weird because they're still friends in the show. I don't know how they are now. It's going to get, I think it's going to devolve. Yeah. Because like, the Raquel stuff didn't happen yet. It's tough when you have, they have the same friend group. Yeah. So that's rough. But like he obviously like tried to throw everything into the bar. But then the, um, the guy they've been working with is like, these guys know absolutely nothing. It's funny because like he said that when they opened Tom Tom. Yeah. So it's like they haven't learned. Yeah. It was like they haven't learned shit. And like you guys are always just propping them up. But like Lisa knows their uses. She's like, no, you need to use them. Like they they go around to the tables like they're more of the face and like we yeah. handle the and business. on social. And yeah. You know. Yeah. But for them to like constantly change the design and for construction to be pushed back like that's annoying for all the people involved they did the exact same thing though during tom tom <laughs> like they're just doing the same shit over and over again my whole thing with schwartz and sandy's though is apparently it's like just in a strip mall <laughs> really <laughs> but it still looks cool so yeah, i mean i'd go it they're like oh it looks like uh this is what you feel like when you do shrooms <laughs> so like 
I hate how that's like their whole vibe. They're like, we just do live streams now. I know. And try to do business stuff. It's like, all right, you guys are like 40. Maybe you should reevaluate <laughs> your priorities. Never, nevertheless, it's a creative concept for design. Yeah. And I'm also surprised that like Lala is now constantly acting shocked about who Randall turned out to be. It's like, uh, girl, I'm kind of with Lisa Vanderpump. It's like, yes. you knew, you knew what was going on a little bit. I really liked when Lisa said that. And like, she came out of love. Like, she cares yeah. about her. But of she like, was maybe like, you chose not to see the she things. She's like, be honest with yourself, Lala. <laughs> like, how could you not see that? And Lala is like, obviously defensive because she's like, no shit, I feel stupid. But like, yeah, like, there's yeah. so many red flags. It's crazy. And I think like Tom Sandoval said it in the worst way possible, but it's like, Lala, yeah, like how can you be shocked that he was sort of running like a casting couch situation, but in the same respect, when you first started dating him, you were bragging that like you slept with him for a Range Rover. Like, yeah, the, these things are related. Like, what are we not putting together? I know, but I do feel for her. That sucks to go through. She has a kid. Yeah, I know that's all terrible, but I don't think she can act so shocked when his true yeah. character was revealed. And it's just funny to me that like, Fofty was right like 50 cent was right Fofty was right this whole time she's like all right 50 I know I bitched about you for years but you were actually right about yeah, everything you're actually 100% right and I was in the wrong but she'll never admit wrong I feel like no anything, yeah she's kind of which is kind of annoying stuck in her ways and then I do you have any other thoughts on Vanderpump um and then well James's new girlfriend looks like his mom (laughs) looks just like his mom they moved in right away lala called her a thin-lipped bitch but she just has natural lips like lala just likes to talk shit about people like she she loves keeping james like wrapped around her finger like just to to, like string along and it's like by the way we fucked multiple times yeah and like she doesn't need to say that shit like why would you say that shit to someone's new girlfriend that's just like gross and shady yeah so who knows but he seems happy we'll see i I know. Are we even going to wish DJ JK good luck? It's like, <laughs> all right. I don't really care. I don't either. But yeah. Did you watch Summer House at all? Do you watch yes, Summer House Yes. Gabe actually likes Summer House. That's one of the ones he's like, let's watch it. <laughs> I, yeah. I watched Summer House and new cast of characters. They're trying to bring in the hot, fresh meat again, which kind of annoys me. The Marine? Well, he's one of the guys, but it's mostly girls. Um, the blonde girl. I like her. I don't know their names yet because they're new. <laughs> and then um, the other girl that was friends with Paige. Oh, okay. Yep. I, I don't know anyone's name. Um, and then is there another new person? I think the other girl that was friends with Paige was on either Winter House or another Summer House. I don't know this if this is her first time. Oh. And then like eventually Sierra came back. Danielle came to the house. And like for me... I'm getting like, actually, I feel really good about Kyle much better than. Did you watch the last episode? I think so. The one where Kyle goes on a rant at dinner. Yeah. Well, that's just him. But like he was much better than he used to than in the past. I, I think. know. To, in my, I mean, I get Kyle. He's a very like work hard, play hard kind of guy. But it's like, dude, you're also 40. Maybe you shouldn't be like incoherent at every <laughs> single dinner. Well, it is kind of sad when it's like he wants to get the party started and no one and everyone else is like chilling and he's like come on take a shot yeah it's like you're old you got to accept <laughs> your role as being old but at least he and amanda seem good and like i did feel for him how it was kind of like sad and awkward with um carl because you know they, they've worked together for a while and now he's with Lindsay and I, from my perspective, I do think it seems like what Lindsay is like in his head, kind of get, having him whipped in certain ways. I don't know. I think Kyle obviously could have handled that entire situation better because even when he probably bought, brought um, Carl on for Lover Boy, like I think it was more of a friends over business kind of situation. Yeah. And, and he then was helping him out because he was in a bad spot. I don't think that's how it was. Well, they, Carl. When, what do you mean Kyle brought Carl on? Because yes. Carl was in a bad yes. spot. Yeah. But I think like then Kyle wanted to be more focused on the business and it like wasn't delivering what he thought it was going to deliver. Yeah. But I still don't think he should probably be going on TV saying that Carl was so coked out. He forgot his computer. That was so that he took it too far. And yeah. I get why Danielle like, and Carl's admitted to like his drug use. But I feel like that was really out of line, especially when he's been doing so well being sober. And, you know, he even I think it, Lindsay had said it was hard for him for a bit and he almost relapsed but he didn't 
So I do get that she's trying to support him yeah. and maybe he is, this isn't the right job for him, but I feel just like it's a bummer to see the distance between Kyle and Carl because it always seemed like, like Carl was the officiant at their wedding, you know, it doesn't really mean anything <laughs> though. I thought it did. I mean, all right. You also like love weddings. So. I do. <laughs> I'll watch anyone's wedding video. Even You're sick. I, yeah, I'll always like if I see it on Facebook. I don't know these people very That's well. Sick. I'll watch it. But are you just watching it because you want to, or are you comparing it to your own? <laughs> no, I genuinely, genuinely think it's interesting to watch. Okay, so it's just a case study for you. Yeah, it's like okay, <laughs> let's see a romantic little clip. Okay, that's fine then. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm not like mine was better. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you were either. I was just curious, and I mean, I say all of these things being. A Lindsay Carl hater. I think I hate them. I don't like them either. No. And it's like so in your face. I And like, I think Lindsay herself has a lot of things she needs to work out on her own. Yeah. And she just kind of has always had a thing for Carl, which, okay, I get that. But Lindsay's got to like do some work on her. And she comes across like she has, but she clearly has she it in her conversations like with Maya. Yeah, I didn't like that how the whole Maya thing went down. Like no. that seemed very like jealous girlfriend to me. Because... I think Maya hit the nose on the head where Lindsay was being like, back off and don't text my man. But Lindsay didn't want to admit that. Yeah. And it's like, you need to admit where you're wrong. And I think Lindsay can't do that either. And that to me is just like so immature. It's like, just admit that you mm-hmm. had a bad take. Yeah, I, I do think that is immature. Um, and I can't like, it was killing me this week when Lindsay was like, you know, and I was like, Carl, do you like me? Do you see me as the mother of your children? And it's like, <laughs> that was a good impression. <laughs> what made me almost yak was the opener when she was in the nurse suit. No, I don't like that either. <laughs> that was rough. Yeah, like get out of here. I'm like, really? I'm just like sick of Lindsay shit at this point too. <laughs> I always like Amanda. Well, duh, you love Amanda. But to me, Amanda's like a wet blanket. Like, you know, she won't get any more involved in this lover boy drama. She's very, mm. like, non-confrontational. She just, like, hangs out with her girlfriends and lets her husband, like, talk shit. Yeah. Which, good for her. I mean, she figured it out. Like, whatever. <laughs> she's chill about it. Yeah. Um, But she's also, like, I feel like I can't hate Amanda because she's just there. You know, like, she's not yeah. doing anything. My favorite is when she, like, gets dressed for the night and everyone thinks she's in pajamas. I literally every time and she's like, guys, this isn't pajamas. <laughs> she's like, wait, I'm ready to get like to go out. Wait, guys, I'm fully ready to go out. These are my pajamas. I swear. <laughs> All right. Well, we talked about Bravo for so long, but honestly, there was a lot of Bravo shit we had to talk about. It was necessary. Um, well, you said your Hess Express was the Gorgas. Do you have any other thoughts on no I mean like I said they were really just irking me that this week so that's what I was feeling passionate about I think the Gorgas uh gotta go sick of them ready for some new blood and yeah sure yeah I'm sick of Joe's like I don't know he's just like so dramatic and like Napoleon complex to a T like just an angry little man all the time like I'm sick of watching his forehead veins like pump out of his <laughs> head I don't know like if he's on steroids or something but like he's got to calm down like sir go take a nap take a few deep breaths like you're getting so hot-headed about stuff and then people come to him with resolution Louis's like do you want to meet with your sister like I'm trying to get you to talk and he's like no and it's like all right well then like what do you want like right, what yeah like what do you want you're either gonna bitch and moan or or do not do anything to make it better. Like you can't have it both ways. I don't know. Yeah. Totally understand that. Well, I'm going to go into my Hess Express and we've talked about this before <laughs> and it's still kicking the M Rada, Eric Andre situation <laughs> relations. What is it called? Situation ship that is going on. Um, I don't know. I I had seen her like maybe last week post something on TikTok where she's like, when your situationship ends, like, but that was, (laughs) it was like soon after he had posted the nude, like hilarious (laughs) picture on around Valentine's Day. Did you see that? Yeah, of course I did. I am upset. That's my has expressed is just posting that 
picture. Like I laughed my ass very off. Very much your brand. Yes. Those are two people you're obsessed <laughs> with and they're both fully nude. <laughs> Like in their perfectly designed apartment, uh, like that was almost like curated to your taste. I my my jaw dropped when I saw that and was so happy just because it's like <laughs> first of all so funny to post that obviously Emrata's ass is in the mirror <laughs> when yeah. you're naked with a freaking emoji over your dick, and he was flexing his foot with like a wine, mm-hmm. like not giving a shit. Like they had gone to the basketball game. With Diplo, right? I think it was... I didn't know that. I don't know. You're, you're oh, deep. Oh, I followed the whole well, thing. Well, I know, because you love both of them. They had gone to the game and took a bunch of pictures. They were hanging with Diplo. The night continued. It was Valentine's Day. They had... <laughs> then they wiped each other's ass. And then after they had <laughs> wine, they, put, they posted this picture. Yeah, they cracked open the red wine. They had their socks off and posted that <laughs> on the internet. And then, the, and then, like, my boy Eric was reposting people that said like you broke the internet of like their photoshopped versions of the yeah. pictures I mean, one had a hillary clinton <laughs> <laughs> and like just like weird men like in the mirror instead of emrata that was good <laughs> so i if they're not hooking up anymore that's okay but just for that moment i'm so glad they had that moment because that moment gave you so much hope yeah. i feel like you should frame this photo and go to it for inspiration <laughs> maybe i'll frame in it times. in my office instead of putting up like my diploma i'll just put up that yeah i mean <laughs> who needs a diploma who needs credentials that right. goes farther exactly so that's my Hess express um best of luck to them they look great and uh i enjoy the vibe the the carefree no shits given vibe yeah, I would expect nothing less than from, from Eric. <laughs> um, another great duo are girls. Um, Amy Poehler and Tina Fey are girls. Are girls. girls. Um, I just found out they're having a comedy tour. You told me. Yeah, the tickets already went on sale, but... Because <laughs> I definitely would have gone. I mean, I think we can still try, but... I don't know. Like I said, Ticketmaster is a shit show now. Uh, Even to get pre-sale for that, people were complaining that there was like a long wait because they're not doing that many shows. You know, what's crazy too. Um, Gabe randomly, like he got an email and he looked at Sarah Silverman tickets, like just to see the price. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I think it was like a Thursday. Just normal tickets were like over $400. Yeah, that's weird too. I mean, it and must then be sold out. He looked at like a different day, like Wednesday, and it was like $38. <laughs> yeah, it just depends when you want to go. Like, you just need to check it out. It's crazy. And is she, she's probably playing Wilbur. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I love her. I love her too. Always. I didn't watch her on The Daily Show, though. Oh, I actually saw her hilarious clip of You Should Watch It. I know. She, she was really I kind of fell off on The Daily Show. I yeah I I haven't I don't watch it consistently but I try to catch up once in a while yeah I usually just watch last week tonight but that's been like off for a while it comes back this week what is it it's John Oliver oh John Oliver have you been watching anything else interesting lately um I mean I've just been watching Last of Us which like emotionally devastates me every week and I don't know why (laughs) I've been watching that too it's like an abusive relationship like I keep watching every episode and I'm like oh cool like what horrible thing are you gonna show Uh, me this week it it cuts deep yeah I'm not over I'm still not over that episode with like the brothers that was really rough oh my god um but it's great show like I'm not usually into like end of the world zombie types of shows but i think it's really well done and i love it and my crush of the week is zaddy pedro pascal that's his name right yeah that's your crush's name is pedro <laughs> pascal i, I thought wait him. hold up i thought you had a different crush for this week um oh and another thing i watched <laughs> is in my another oh i have two crushes him he's fine and I, then think. I might steal pedro to be mine okay he can be yours and I also watched, I know that I'm behind the, the eight ball in this one, but the movie Bros with Billy Eichner. I still haven't watched Bros. Oh, it's really funny. Very controversial. Well, I mean, he, the when that came out, Billy was saying a lot of wild stuff. Yeah, he's super outspoken in the movie too, but. Well, it's not even that. It's like um, when the movie came out and like it didn't do as well as he thought it was going to oh. be. He's like, people don't support cinema. Oh, <laughs> like- no, yeah. And he, he, I remember him saying like, 
you should go to the movie to support the gay culture. And if you don't go, you're not supporting the gay culture. I know. And everyone was like, well, we went to go see Megan like that. <laughs> we picked yeah. Megan over bros. <laughs> rough, we- rough weekend for him. But well, yeah, I don't think they came out the same weekend oh. still. But like people showed up for Megan. Right. <laughs> like, That's true. But anyway, I loved it. <laughs> I thought it was really funny. I love him. I love him just screaming his goddamn head off on I Billy know. on the street. Um, which Amy Poehler has been on. And I think <laughs> Tina, I think both of them have been on. Everyone's been on it. Yeah. Um, I'd say him. He's a funny one. Well, I got to see bros. I haven't watched it, but I do love a good rom-com. So <gasps> I just need to sit down and actually watch it. I actually watched two rom-coms over the weekend that, please tell me. I wanna, I'm so curious if I've seen these other two. I have watched the new Julia Roberts, George Clooney. No, rom-com. I haven't watched that. <laughs> What's it called? Ticket to Paradise or something. That felt like a cash grab, but how was it? I'll watch anything Julia Roberts is in and George Clooney. I love them both. But what's your review? How was it? Um, I mean, it was kind of cute. It wasn't that funny. Like, I feel like it, it didn't hit you the way you thought it was going to. I, I expected that it wouldn't be amazing, but I watched the whole thing and I didn't hate it. It was in Bali, so it was like a beautiful setting. All right. What was the other one? Bros. Oh. (laughs) But there was like two other ones. I wish. I love a rom-com. See, the way you are about Julia Roberts, I think that's like, I mean, controversial. That's kind of how I am about Emma Roberts. If she's in a rom-com, I will watch it because she'll usually be like kind of a bitch, which I'm into. That's a good character to play is the rom-com bitch. Yeah, she's always like kind of a bitch and then it's like enemies to lovers kind of thing, which I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, you did it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Another, um, this isn't really movie related, but just in terms of like lovers <laughs> that I oh, have God. been intrigued by. I literally by. have no idea where this is going. <laughs> All right, let's see. I am not Gen Z, but I follow Emma Chamberlain. I like her. I, uh, yeah, her and role model. Her and role model. They're on like GQ in some interview. Yeah, it's funny. So I went deep on them. Of course, because you get like <laughs> obsessive. I already have watched like pretty much all of her. I especially like her videos when she's traveling, her little films of like. It's her, called a vlog. Her vlogs <laughs> in like Amsterdam and whatever. England was her latest. <laughs> um so I, I think she's funny and I, she was just in the New York Times actually um, and her co- I have to try her coffee. Intrigued by that company. Did you just find out about the coffee? No, I knew. <laughs> I've been following but I just found out about her boyfriend. So I'm like, oh, they're cute. Yeah, that like GQ interview was kind of like their soft launch. Well, they've been dating for a while but they're really private which I respect. Like yeah. if I was in that scenario, I wouldn't be public about anything either. He's but. from Maine, which is nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you're like, I did my deep dive. So this is what I'm reporting back. Um, and that's pretty much all I know that they're hopefully, you know, I'm rooting for them. <laughs> you're rooting for so many people this episode. We should keep an ongoing <laughs> list of who you're rooting for and rooting how they're doing. Emrata and I'm Eric. I'm rooting for you. Even though we think you broke up. Yeah. <laughs> Emrata and Eric. <laughs> I actually think at first I thought em- Emrata's podcast was like kind of forcing it. But it seems like she's had some interesting conversations. Like she had, I just saw that she had Iggy Azalea on, Mm. you know, talking about how it really was and like how she got hardly any money (laughs) for all her, you know, sexy portrayals. No money, no family going up in the middle of Miami. (laughs) I never liked her raps though. Well, to me, it's just like, she's, I know, she's another controversial semi-appropriator because they're like, girl, you're from Melbourne, Australia. Why you sound like that? (laughs) Like, why are you rapping like that with like that connotation? (laughs) Well, God bless her. Rooting for her. Oh, okay. (laughs) So we'll add Iggy Azalea to the rooting for her list for this week. (laughs) Who's who's you're rooting for? So stay tuned next time to see who I'm rooting for and see how they're doing. Yeah, we need like a power ranking of who you're really rooting for (laughs) and who's kind of slacking. Yeah. And then I don't think you watch this, but like for next time you should really watch Stolen Youth on Hulu. It's (gasps) this documentary about this cult. Love a doc. In Sarah Lawrence. And I love do- uh, cults. And I really want to talk about it because the guy, the main cult guy in it really pissed me off. So <laughs> you should oh, watch it. I would probably watch it tonight. Yeah. Watch it. Stolen Youth on Hulu so we can okay. discuss it. Can't wait. Homework. Homework. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by Something's Up. It's been 
It's been lovely. And have a happy Lent. (laughs) (laughs) Sin. Sin, baby, sin. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.